Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. All right, Dad, get the shaker ready, because today we are talking about... You're finally excited. It's craft cocktails. (laughs) Shake it up. (laughs) Okay, craft cocktails, I would say, is definitely part of the Always Hungry brand. Totally. That's because... We love to drink. We like to drink. (laughs) We like drinking. And, you know, craft cocktails is, it's sort of a newish concept in this country. I remember the first time I saw craft cocktails being made. I feel like I talk about Rome in every single podcast, but I'm sorry. I'm inspired there. But it was, I think I was with your mom. I think it was right before you were born. Actually, no. It was right after you were born. So it was like mid-90s. So you're talking about like, you know, 25 years ago. And we were at this hotel bar at a really nice Roman hotel called Hotel de Russi. And I'm sitting there at the bar and I'm like, 
what God, look, look, look at all these like fresh herbs and fresh fruits and that they have behind the bar. And I'm like, what, like, man, they really do it right here. And sure enough, you know, before long, I mean, we were, you know, we were adapting that approach in the United States and, and clearly craft cocktails have now had its moment. There's been some amazing craft cocktails created. There's been some not so great craft cocktails. Like it's like anything else. Yeah. Trends have their sort of ups and downs in terms of quality, and you know sometimes things get a little bit bastardized. But that said, it's it's just a, it's a great concept. People love asking for the cocktail list at your restaurant. Yeah, <clears throat> you know when I grew up in the restaurant business, it was like, would you like a gin and tonic? A vodka and tonic, gin gimlet, <laughs> you know, Manhattan, you know, yeah. really classic, classic cl- cocktails. But now, yeah. but now just like as chefs have become more creative and pastry chefs have become more creative and, you know, bartenders and mixologists, so to speak, people have obviously become, you know, really sort of basically chefs of the bar. And, you know, it's really kind of fun to watch. I think back to like, when, when was the first time I really started seeing things like that happen? You know, Sex in the City sort of launched the Cosmopolitan. You know, now that said, there wasn't really fresh fruits and herbs in, in it, but it, it was an interesting sort of fun, sexy cocktail. You know, vodka, triple sec, cranberry juice. You know, I mean, it's not so crafty now, but then it was sort of like a new sort of approach to cocktails. And then I started seeing things like mojitos, where you go to Miami, obviously mojito is a Cuban drink and obviously a lot of Cuban influence in, in Miami. And I just, I, I love those flavors of food and, and drink, Cuban flavors, so good. Anyway, but like it was the first time I saw people muddling fresh herbs. So you take the sugar, it was actually sugar cane that you're really supposed to start with and then you muddle it with fresh mint and then you, and you muddle the limes, you know, pieces of limes in there and then you add the rum, et cetera. So, so good. And then it's sort of taken off from there. Okay. Now it's time to drink. I'm making us some cocktails. Actually, I've never made them before, but I'm making (laughs) a grilled pineapple margarita. Okay, I love that. So we've got some pineapple that we're gonna grill, but that's really for the garnish. And then it's like pineapple juice, some lime, a little bit of syrup and mezcal and tequila. Do you want me to grill the pineapple? Yes, why don't you grill the pineapple? I'll grill the pineapple. Okay, so starting with some lime juice. I like watching you make cocktails because it's really funny. What do you mean? Well, (laughs) I watched you make a peppermint martini on Christmas morning. Yeah. And it was just like... (laughs) What? It was just so enthusiastic and like all over the place, but like ultimately it was delicious. (laughs) It's just funny. I'm definitely all over the place. That's a good way to describe it. What was your first recollection of craft cocktails? I, think, I guess I, I guess they've just been part of your life. Well, also I think we think I think I think about craft cocktails a little differently than you. So what, what I think we have in common is, you know, when I studied abroad in London when I was in college, I lived basically in shortage. You majored in drinking. In London, I majored in drinking. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, journalism and drinking—they go hand in hand. There's this place called Nightjar, and it's. <laughs> it's this it's it's like a speakeasy style it's a bar there's like a lot of live jazz it's very dark it's fun but I feel like the way that I really think about craft cocktails is like an experience like I think about it as like an experience sort of thing right and I just I just pulled up the menu to kind of describe it to you like they have 
this massive, massive menu of all different types of drinks with different types of liquor and alcohol, whatever. And you can, you know, choose one based off of the ingredients in it, or you can say to them, I want something smoky, deep, and bittersweet. Right. So you just give them the, comp- the component flavors. Right. And I mean, there's <clears throat> like a million things in here, like things I can't even pronounce. <laughs> So really, you do have to be sort of a chef of a bar to be able to do that. Totally. You know, it's, a, it's the same principle. It's like if, if I say to you, like, if you say to me, like, Dad, make me something with asparagus, Meyer lemons, and artichokes, it's like, okay. Right. Like, look at this one. There's one on this, there's one on this menu called Soul Kiss. And, mm-hmm. like, look at how many things are in here. Yeah. It's crazy. Froze, frozen apple wine. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah. These things taste amazing. I think what's happened is we, we've sort of, you know, we've moved on from like the, you know, the basically the two ingredient cocktail to things that, that really give the cocktails, you know, sort of balance and, and, you know, obviously ingenuity, but also like layers of flavor. So mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're making a dressing, what, what, is, what are the classic components of it? Oil and vinegar mm-hmm. or oil and some sort of acid. So it could, right. be, it could be lemon juice, but like, right. like, let's, just say, let's just say oil and vinegar is like the classic, right? And you, and you try to find the balance of that. So when you're making a cocktail, what's happened now is that you start with, you know, you, you start with a particular liquor. Some, some of these craft cocktails have two or three liquors in them. Right. But, you know, in, in really well-crafted cocktails, you know, they have things like bitters now, which to me... Bitters or, or something called a shrub. Do you know what those are? It's like a bitters, isn't it? It's kind of like a bitters. It's like, it, it would be like, for instance, like at Gato, we had... Like, um, the, it, like it's, it's, it's kind of like a bitters, but it has, it's, I don't know, like not necessarily soaked in, but like... It's a fruit syrup usually that has some vinegar in it. Okay. So it's got, so like at Gato... But it usually is like an herb, right? It could be an herb, but like a lot of times it's fruit-based. So it's like... You know, you can make like a tangerine shrub or a, we were making a rhubarb shrub for one of the cocktails. So, you know, it's rhubarb syrup and it has vinegar in it. So it has a bite to it in terms of acid. Mm-hmm. And then you put that in as a component, you take that shrub and you put it in the component as a component in the cocktail. So you all of a sudden your cocktails are not just like one note anymore. Right. They have all these layers of flavors, like as if you were eating like uh, some great appetizer or something. Right. You know, so that, that's what's really, you know, so I guess, the, I guess the bottom line is when is, when is too much, when is it too much? I think, I think to answer that question, I love a Bloody Mary, but I don't want like a mini slider on top of, I, it's, <laughs> on top of my it, Bloody Mary. It's, like, it's I think people go nuts. a little too crazy. The Bloody, I was going to bring up the Bloody Mary thing. Okay, let's bloody, talk about the, it. The Bloody Mary thing. Well, the Bloody all, Mary bar. The Bloody Mary bar. Brunch staple. <laughs> if you're coming to brunch at my house. You are unbelievable. First of all, you talk about all these brunches that I've never been to. Correct. Okay, why is that? Because <laughs> you have no problem saying, hey, dad, dad. Daddy. I never sound like that. Yes, you do. Okay. Dad. Hey, listen, Dad. So can, can you make brunch for my friends tomorrow? Sure. How many people? Like 12? No problem. But I never get invited to your brunches. Because they're not as good as yours. But I just want to hang out with you. Okay. Well, you can come hang out. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox, 
you can't go around it. So you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
Hey, my name's Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. But also, I like the idea of like taking like the classic margarita, kind of what you did with the, with the pineapple, and, you know, making really interesting margaritas with it. You know, we made... You know, at Mesa Grill, cot cactus pear margaritas. How many thousands of cot cactus pear margaritas we served over over the, over the ages? So good. Tangerine margaritas. Wait, are you talking about the frozen? Both. The frozen cactus pear margarita we, at BBP we in had, Vegas? That's yeah. really good. No, we have frozen. Those are frozen out of a machine. Where we have the cactus pear syrup, you know, running through the margarita. Got it. Ingredients. But then also we, we do shaken ones as well with the cactus pear syrup. So it's like this magenta color. It's really beautiful. It is really beautiful, yeah. And they're not that sweet. They're actually, the cactus pear syrup is kind of tart. It's mm-hmm. got a tart, sweet thing happening. So that's, that, that works out really nicely. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like, I mean, they, now, now with so many, I mean, basically what happens is in craft cocktails is like every, every restaurant, every good restaurant has like a bourbon cocktail, a gin cocktail, a couple of vodka cocktails, a tequila cocktail. A be- you know, so it's like they, they basically go down the, 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 the list of liquors and they create a cocktail or two based on whatever that liquor is. You know what I love is when people add ni- like liquid nitrogen to cocktails. You do? Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with the taste, really. It's like all about the experience. I think it's so fun. What do you, what, what do you feel like it does to the... To the experience? Just freezes it? Yeah. I, I mean, it probably freezes it a little bit, but yeah. it, like, it doesn't do that much. It's just fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm into the craft cocktail experience. Like, another place I went to in London called Bespoke, you bring a bottle of your favorite liquor, and then they make a bunch of different cocktails for you. Really? Yes. It's so fun. Like, I, that's, that's part of what I really like about craft cocktail culture. Another, another thing that I did when I was in London was... I was drinking a lot in London. <laughs> was, I went to this this Breaking Bad, you know the show Breaking Bad? Sure. This Breaking Bad cocktail experience? What? Yes. I swear to you. And so was it were they like meth-laced cocktails? You, so you get you you go in like this trailer type of thing and they have little little tables set up for each person and you're like basically pretending to be like this chemist literally wearing one of those those suits, one of those those suits. And, you know, there's like liquid nitrogen and you're, you're like using like little test tubes and you're combining all the liquids. It's really fun. I like, I like when you can make cocktails, craft cocktails and experience like that. Yeah. So like, you know, when you go, when you go to Europe, what happens is you, they make you a cocktail and then they also put out like little things for you to snack on. 
like at, at, at really good bars, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah. Which is always like, which, which is always kind of kind of a nice thing to do. Like when you come to my house and I make you a cocktail, like you have things to snack on. Because I, th- I think it's, I think it's really, it's really kind of important. And it can be really simple things. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I think things like Marcana almonds are great. Obviously some kind of cheeses or, you know, good, good sort of, you know, crackers. Yeah. Like a flavored popcorn. I think I put out some black pepper popcorn the other day. That's the best. Yeah. You could do like black pepper and Parmesan cheese on your on your popcorn. It's like cacio pepe popcorn. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like what you get at like happy hour sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. All right, grilling some pineapple. That's the great thing about really grilled good. pineapples is that when you grill the pineapple, the juices, they warm up and they come to the top of the pineapple and they caramelize on the grill. Right. What are you doing? Okay. You want me to help you? No, I'm just putting in some lime juice. Okay, fresh lime juice. Yeah, some fresh lime juice, a little bit of pineapple juice. Yeah. God, I hope this is good, huh? So pineapple juice, lime juice. Some syrup. Agave? Yeah. Oh, it's got mezcal in it, too. I love mezcal. You are a mezcal girl. I'm obsessed with mezcal. Three-fourths. I'm going to eye it. (laughs) That's how I bake. (laughs) That's where you're going wrong. Okay. I feel like that's enough. That's plenty. Okay. Some mezcal. Opening up a new bottle of Bozal. Bozal. Let me smell that. Mm, strong. <laughs> you get the same smile when you when you look at mezcal as I do when I look at gelato. Oh God, what does that say about me? That you like a lot of <laughs> That I like to drink. Okay, some mezcal, some silver tequila. Do you have a glass? We gotta get some glasses too. Your bartending preparation is a little spotty. Okay. A little more pineapple juice. Great. Okay, some ice. You fill this up like... Here's the, way, here's the way you measure ice for a cocktail. You put the ice in the glass. Oh. You fill, you fill up the glass completely with ice, and that's how you know how much ice you need. Okay, well, I already did that for one of them. Dale DeGroff, one of the most famous bartenders in, in New York history, taught me that. Love it. Yeah, I'm just it's a pro a little, tip, Sophie. A little more. Well, you are the pro. I'm not a pro bartender. Here we go. Time to shake it up. Shake that drink. <laughs> Hey! Order up! Is that your shake dance? Yeah. Is a craft cocktail to you something that, like when you say like a Cosmo, like I don't really feel like that's a craft cocktail. Not not anymore. If I'm having like a craft cocktail and I'm spending like $17 or $18 on it, like I want it to take like a little bit longer to make sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really want it to have a couple of components that are like fresh. Right. Some fresh herbs, right. some fresh fruits, something that was like handcrafted like a, like a shrub of some sort. Right. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand. I, I completely agree with that. I, listen, Sex in the City was a long time ago. All I'm saying is that those are the kinds of moments where like it sets off a cocktail craze. Right after the Cosmopolitan became big, I mean, you'd never order a Cosmopolitan now, would you? Eh, maybe. As a retro moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but right after the Cosmopolitan had its moment, then there was <laughs> the Appletini. Oh, yeah. I've never had an Appletini. Which was like this green, Neon green. Neon green, you know, apple liqueur. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about is the espresso martini. <laughs> that is making a massive comeback in my book. <laughs> when you say it's making a massive comeback, you mean you're drinking a lot of them? Yes. I know. You did bring over Whitney, your, you know, your partner in crime. It was like it was last year or something. And you're like, Dad, we're coming over for espresso martinis, like as if I was just had like an espresso martini bar here. <laughs> yes. 
as if you were a barista and bartender in one. But I did make them. Um, you did a great job. But I just made you. I just made you like sweet espressos with vodka. Yeah. And made them almost, you know, shake, shook them up. I didn't. I don't think I had any Kahlua, which would really be. That's the key. That that is the key. Because that really gives it that that good coffee flavor. Your 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 late grandmother, Dame Dorothy, was a chocolate martini fiend. She used to sit at the bar at Bobby Flay Steak in Atlantic City, and every bartender was like, "Hi, Mrs. Flay. Yep, coming right up." <laughs> like she was, she like owned the chocolate martini game. She truly did. And you know, was proud of it. By the way. I know. Might well, as well. I know. More power to her. Totally. Yeah. I, and I, you know, I don't know anyone else that would drink a chocolate martini, but no. she always had them. She'd be like, Bobby, these chocolate martinis are so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, mom, knock yourself out. Yeah. I don't know how, who, like, somebody turned her on to that. I know. It's like, so funny. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. 
generation of vibrant young souls for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I like is um, Amaretto Sours. What? Love. Aren't they sweet? Yeah, they're so good. Do you like sweet cocktails? Yeah. See, I don't like sweet. If cocktails. I can take, if I can taste the alcohol, I can't drink it, mm. except for like mezcal. But I mean, I'm not really tasting the alcohol; it's more the smoky flavor of it. Yeah, an amaretto sour. I I drink a lot of those at the track. You do? I do. Yeah. An amaretto sour mm-hmm. at the racetrack? Yes. Which track? Santa Anita. Really? Yes. So. I'm just, I'm, I'm just looking at the... You know what we don't drink is mint juleps. Well, first of all, that's not true. I, I drink them. I absolutely drink them. When do you drink them? Kentucky Derby Day. That's one day out of all the days of racing that you <laughs> attend. And that's it? I drink bourbon cocktails when, when we're in these sort of racing situations. Especially if I'm in Kentucky, just because that's where most of it's made. So... I want to support the, the local distillers. So yeah, bourbon is good. And I usually, I, like I always, at, like at post time, like on, on Kentucky Derby Day, I, I always have a mint julep right before the derby starts. Okay. It's sort of a tradition. Yeah. You know, because they're strong and they're sweet because they're, it's basically, right. it's simple syrup, bourbon, and some fresh mint. I mean, that's the whole so game. So good. Yeah, it's very, very good. So I was, I'm looking at, the, at, the, at what the, the last Gato cocktail list 
has because it's you know constantly changes. The Nachito, which is <laughs> named after my cat Nacho, so I guess it's like little Nacho, is tequila, kumquats, allspice, and lemon. Yum! I think I've had that. Yeah, it's a really good drink. Well, you had one also called the Nacho. Yeah, it's a little bit different. We went to Nachito. And then there's something called the Valdez, which is mezcal, your favorite, elderflower. Elderflower liqueur has, has become like this very popular It's had a component. moment, yes. Yeah. So this one has mezcal, elderflower, pear, cava, which is Spanish sparkling wine, and lime. That's a good drink as well. And I don't know. I mean, there's just so many good ones. Do you like, do you like dark liquors? Like bourbon? Yeah. Yeah. Scotch and bourbon and stuff yeah. like that. I like, yeah. I, would you consider whiskey a dark? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I love whiskey gingers. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Sophie, when do you do all this drinking? <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, I mean, because, <laughs> like, when you're with me, yes, you have a cocktail here and there. Yeah. Or a, gl- bottle, of, a gl- bottle of wine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> or a glass of wine. But, like... <laughs> Well, all these cocktails you're talking about, these amaretto sours, these whiskey and gingers, like I've never literally witnessed this. Okay. okay? What so is happening? So when I was studying abroad also, I mean, I was in Ireland for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I know. Only you go to the source on St. Patrick's Day. You actually go to Dublin. <laughs> where they hate, the, you know, the one day where they hate that Americans are just running through the streets. I totally get it because we're going in and out of pubs drinking way too many whiskey gingers and that's where I fell in love with a whiskey ginger so you drink like Jameson's yeah mm-hmm. Jameson ginger yes Ir- Irish whiskey mm-hmm. yum so good I always forget about that that's a good bar drink <laughs> Jameson and ginger yeah also Moscow mules have had a huge yeah, moment that actually the Moscow mule is a very good sort of crafty cocktail yeah. I mean and that's you know to me the key there is the ginger beer thousand percent you you, I, you had there was a good couple of years there where Moscow mules were part of your your diet every time I turned around you had like a cold copper mug next Jesus. to you <laughs> there's there's this bar called the black hat in Silver Lake like you know right near where I live and they have like they have four different Moscow mules that are so good and one of like the, one of my favorite things to do is just like go sit at the bar with like a friend or two and just like try all the Moscow mules. Yeah. They're so fun. Yeah, Moscow mules are, are big. So that's vodka, ginger. Ginger beer. Ginger beer. And lime juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's usually served, like traditionally served in like a copper mug, right? Yeah. So it stays yeah, nice and cold. Yeah, to keep it cold. Yeah, usually the mug is, is in the freezer before you use it so that it stays cold. Do you have any of those mugs for your, your house? <laughs> yes, yeah. My, my friend Casey gave, her family gave me some for our graduation. <sighs> I was going to get you to, uh, that is for your birthday gift. <laughs> You're hard to buy for now. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're I gonna, like a lot of things. I'm going to get you a bartending kit. <laughs> okay. Come on. I'm putting some of the agave on the plate. Yeah. And I'm going to dip like just like a little bit of the rim. Wow. That's look beautiful. Okay, time for some, oops, sorry, for some ice cubes. Time to pour in. How's our pineapple looking? Oh, it's looking pretty. La piña. God, I hope this is good. Wow, we're gonna be freewheeling after this cocktail. You want your pineapples? Yes, if they're, the pineapples are grilled and ready to go. Well, I think the grilling a pineapple is like, you wanna make sure that you get a sort of a nice crust on top, but you, you still want it to be a little bit raw in the middle. Yeah, I'm gonna just throw it right in. Oh, just. Toss the whole thing in? Yeah. Okay. 
Beautiful. And then you put the... The limes? The lime on the rim. This is nice, Sophie. Isn't this pretty? Beautiful. Let's get some fish tacos rolling for this. Well, I mean, we haven't tasted it yet, but here you go. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's really good. It's very good. Oh my God, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you've never made this before? No. I love the mezcal in there. The mm -hmm. smokiness. Did you chase the rim? Yeah, the smokiness, the chili, and then the sweetness of the pineapple, beautiful combination. Really good. Can drink like 30 of these. I know. Well, this is like a summer, spring, summer drink. Mm. It's really good. I like that it's like a, a light yellow color. It's not totally clear, and that's from the pineapple juice. But then once you throw the pineapple in, it really starts like, or the fibers of the pineapple yeah. kind of start to melt almost into the drink and it gets a little bit more yellow. Well, interesting. Orangey. But also, like the smokiness of the grilled pineapple and the mezcal go so nice together. They do. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Would you get this in recipe? Savoir? Mm hmm. So good, right? Something that I have missed during the pandemic is I'm like a big happy hour person. <laughs> I'm serious. What, what, because why? You, you're looking for a bargain? Yeah, I'm looking for a deal. <laughs> I'm looking for a sweet deal. I'm looking to meet up with my friends, decompress. I mean, so when I, obviously I went to school in LA and I had a lot of friends that stayed How here. How come I've never seen a place that has happy hour? What are you talking about? I don't, maybe I don't go at happy hour or something. You I, don't go, happy like, hour starts at like I've, five. <laughs> I've never walked into a bar in my life and somebody has said to me, it's happy hour. Oh, that's so weird to me. Stick with me. <laughs> I, I'm being overcharged <laughs> and overserved. No, but I love I love happy hour as like an opportunity to just like meet up with your friends and decompress a little bit and have you know a good deal on some like great bites, some great cocktails, and just hang and. You know, happy hour doesn't last long. It usually starts at four because they don't want to give they don't want to give away the drinks for free, basically. So right. barely anyone can can get there at four. But you know, I usually catch it for like an hour, and that's like I feel like where I get to try different drinks, maybe that I you know wouldn't otherwise because I don't want to spend so much money on like this random drink that I might not like. Yeah. But at the Black Hat, this bar that I was mentioning in Silver Lake, they do they always have a five dollar punch but no matter what time it is. <laughs> and it's just like, I think it's an opportunity for them to like probably use what they have and then also just like get a little crafty with it. Punches are coming back. And sometimes, you know, there's like like egg whites in it, like something like a little random, something I wouldn't, I mean, egg whites are used in craft cocktails often, but I, that's not usually something that I would go for. But if it's the $5 punch, like I'll try it. Sounds good. Right? Yeah, I think punches are making a comeback. Punches are making a comeback. I almost bought a punch bowl the other day. What happened? I realized I couldn't have parties because we're in a pandemic. Yeah. You can get me one of those for Christmas. <laughs> I was actually thinking it was a good gift. <laughs> <laughs> I really was. I hate that you even said that to me. Merry well, Christmas. Well, my birthday is coming up. Yes. You're, you're getting... I'm expecting a, a punch bowl. You're getting a muddler and a punch bowl. <laughs> that's going to be your birthday gift this year. Perfect. Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas-Dressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on I'm this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy. Yeah. Right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.